All right, welcome into another edition of a Domcast quick hitter edition here. Thursday morning uh, behind schedule yet again. Um, reason being this time is a little bit of a uh, little bit of a well everywhere across the country we've seen the coronavirus numbers kind of going up and uh, it has infiltrated the Clearfield County offices. Um, so uh, I have been quote, working from home this week, as have a lot of people, but uh, I was tested and test results back negative. So um, I'm good. Uh, I sound a little bit nasally. I guess I woke up a little congested today, but uh, we're good. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit of matchups. I guess we'll talk recaps and maybe uh, just talk briefly about the Thursday night game and then maybe come back tomorrow with the preview pod uh, hopefully get some power rankings up on the blog, uh, real busy, you know, with work, working from home and all being a, uh, you know, probation officer, I'm pretty limited to what I can do when I'm working from home. So as you can imagine, I'm not holding too many, uh, reporting, you know, appointments at my front door, uh, you know, and calling people from your personal cell phone isn't exactly ideal either, especially when, you know, the, Common sense would be to block your number, you know, the old Star 67 prank call trick. Well, in today's uh, day and age of technology, about 75% of people have their phones set to not received, not receive phone calls from private numbers, and the other 25% don't answer it because they're saying, well, it's private. I'm not going to answer it. It's a restricted number. I'm not, I'm not picking it up. And those people allow to go to voicemail, and then when you go to leave them a voicemail, uh, it's either full or not set up. So uh, really, you know, kind of just a waste of time, but hey, I'm working from home, air quotes, obviously. Let's get into it. Let's talk week 10. Um, Week 10 was, you know, as as have most weeks been, pretty competitive. Uh, We'll start with my matchup. It was uh, Trailer Trash versus You Bet I'm a Threat, and like I said last week, I was was on my heels uh, expecting Brian to give me a little bit more than what he did. Uh, He... You know, him and I watched a little bit of some of the games together, as well as Barr and Stacy. And uh, Brian wasn't feeling great about the matchup as it was happening in front of him. Um, it, that early window, the game that Red Zone showed a lot of was the Packers and the Jags. And Brian had his two starting running backs in that matchup. Uh, both of them had fine games, 14.5 for Aaron Jones, 13.2 from James Robinson, uh, both under projection. And, you know, neither one of them really – lit it up. And when you're talking about those kind of guys, you need them to be the cornerstone of your week, especially in a week where he pivoted to Tua at quarterback and Tua three and O as a starter, but only 14.66 fantasy points. Not a great uh, day for him. Tyler Lockett underperformed a little bit. Tyler Boyd underperformed a little bit um, in a game that I thought he'd catch a lot of balls. He really didn't. Uh, Juju, pretty good game. Steelers with three top 10 wide receivers. And then Jacoby Myers on Monday night, was that? Yeah, that was Monday night, right? No, that was Sunday night. Monday night was uh, the Bears and the Vikings. Sunday night, Jacoby Myers, good game all around. Uh, Threw a touchdown, had a couple passes, a little bit of receiving work, so good for him. Uh, Brian ended up with a respectable 128.92. On my side, it was the Kyler Murray show capped off by his Hail Murray. Yeah, I'm about sick of hearing that already. It's a clever name. I'm sure it'll be known as that forever, but, I mean, come on. It's just right there. Um, Great game by him. Justin Jefferson, great game Monday night. Chase Claypool, great game. 
on Sunday, one of those three Steelers in the top ten in fantasy receivers. T. Higgins, great game. Uh, I t- I'll take it to say that three, all three of my starting receivers were in the top ten in fantasy receivers because Claypool was, and he's my lowest of the three. So good on him. Dalvin Cook, pretty pedestrian. Uh, Bears defense kept him in check, 15 points. Jarek McKinnon, 5.6. If I'd never had to play him the rest of this season, I could not be happier. Um, John New Smith had that rush touchdown last Thursday. And then Darnell Mooney, he caught two passes early in the first quarter and then apparently didn't touch the ball again the rest of the game. Big kicker in the game, Zane Gonzalez with 16, Jason Sanders with 13. Uh, and the defenses were both just fine. I'll take the win. I'll move up to fifth. Brovy drops down to tenth. But like I, I keep saying, you know, Everybody's still in this thing, and I like his team going forward. Back to the matchups. Uh, we're going to the Cupcake Queen, who is now your first place in the current standings by a pretty handy margin. I mean, her and Jeff are, uh, you know, same record. She's got a pretty good amount of more points over him. She's got a win up on Ethan. I believe at least one win uh, up on Ethan. He has her in points, but not by a lot. Um, you know, one more good week from her. She could uh, have both in wraps and possibly be locking up our first first actual playoff uh, berth. That, that's coming for her and Jeff. Both of them, I think, with a win this week uh, would probably have to clinch. Uh, talking about this matchup, she put it to Ethan, who only put up 108 points. Stacy Aaron Rodgers, 25. Keenan Allen, pretty low game with 12, as well as Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, each in double digits, but just barely with 10 and 10.3. Uh, Camaro was the guy, 34 points. Um, he put up three touchdowns. I think he had like 15 rushing yards, but when you're catching that many balls, scoring three times, that's what's going to happen. Touchdowns add up. Darren Waller with a down game. I, I skipped over Kenyon Drake. He was fine. Kenyon Drake had like 100 yards. He did fumble. Uh, no catches or anything, but I think his work will be solid. Um, and with David Montgomery coming back, getting two guys with a floor of 10 points will be just fine as an RB2 or a flex option. Uh, Judy, 10.8, but that was a weird game, and uh, Drew Locke's banged up now. Judy's been kind of banged up. I don't know. He might need a week off uh, from the fantasy. He's had two decent games in a row. Justin Tucker with uh, five points, which you would have thought maybe in that game, kind of slugfest type game, the Ravens would have scored more field goals, but only one with the two PATs. And then the Bears defense with 12 on Monday night. Uh Ethan would have loved to have five points out of his kicker because Fairbairn got zero in that uh, poor weather game in Cleveland. He did make a PAT but missed a field goal, I assume. Uh, the Ravens' defense only got him a single point. That's so weird. I mean, obviously the Patriots must not have – I didn't watch uh, all of the game. I know it was a run-heavy game. I know that uh, Damian Harris had a good game. They they must not have thrown the ball or, you know, every throw they had must have been quick because they haven't – they've came in – has been sacked this year. He's thrown picks this year. Um, he fumbles a lot. Uh, and they didn't force any turnovers. So uh, looking back through Ethan's team, Jacobs and Kareem Hunt, great days. Josh Jacobs, almost 30 points. Uh, but Devontae Adams, 18.6. Robert Woods, only 8.6. And then Travis Fulgham, uh, 1.8. And I think we're going to see Fulgham kind of revert back to maybe not really an every week fantasy guy, wide receiver four on the week. Um, I know his overall on the year is great, but Eagles got weapons back. Um, Jalen Rager, tight ends are back. You know, maybe Ertz comes back next week. He's, you know, designated to return from IR. Things can really change there. Um, And then Justin Herbert with 20.48. 
not a gr- not a bad day, but it was a bad game for the Chargers. So Ethan, not a good day. Stacy picks with the win, moving up to first place. As DJ realized the day after it actually had taken place. Hide and Zeke first too easy. This one was great. This one is the Nick Chubb game because Nick Chubb cost DJ this game. I cannot believe that he's not more upset about it. I know he was. He made the comment about saying that he hated his life and Anissa told him to grow up. And uh, you know, th- this would probably bring me down for a week. Um, DJ lost by point. Well, I'm not great at math, but it's less than point three. Um, and point two two, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Nick Chubb. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. Nick Chubb busted off a nice run. I believe it was 60-ish yards. Um, and instead of scoring, he did the thing where you step out at the one. Now, if you score, it makes it 17-7, under a minute to go. I don't think Houston had any timeouts. It's probably impossible for them to score twice in that amount of time. If you don't score, however, they don't get the ball back because you're going to take a knee. You're going to take a knee, maybe two knees, and that's game. So real-life football, it was the right thing to do. Um, Fun, it was not fun. And, And the other debate is, well, why did he step out of bounds? And according to an interview he did on Pat McAfee's show, he said that as he was running, he kind of blacked out and forgot that he wasn't supposed to score until he pretty much got inside the five. Um, so whatever, it cost DJ the game. Uh, other places where he could have made up that point, uh, Jared Goff only 10 points in a game that he was projected way over that. Uh, Diggs was great. Chark was fine. Not great, but fine. John Brown was fine. I believe John Brown left with an injury. Obviously, Chubb, good game. Could have cashed in on that TD. Duke Johnson was not good. Mark Andrews was number one tight end of the week. Uh, Mike Davis was not great. Boswell was Boswell was solid, and Miami defense was fine. So really, where he could have made up was on his RB two slash flex or the quarterback. I mean, honestly, it's quarterback. Jared Goff gets twelve points, he wins. Uh, on Bar's side, it was Josh Allen with twenty seven and DeAndre Hopkins with twenty six. That's most of his points. Fuller eight point eight. Chris Godwin a good game at fifteen. Uh, his Josh Kelly, Gus Edwards, which he subbed Josh or uh, Gus Edwards in for Dobbins last minute. Turns out it was a smart choice because Edwards had 8.3, uh, Josh Kelly just 2.1, Eric Ebron with a measly 5.8, Devontae Parker 5.1, suck up with 16. We were watching. Uh, that was, yeah, that that game was on in the early window. And Barr was feeling pretty good about Ryan's suck up. And then the Colts' defense was solid last Thursday. So, Barr gets another win. He hangs around. His mediocre at-best team is still hanging around in the standings. Uh, But we'll see if he can hold up this week. How do you like me now? And Blue Freezy in the low-scoring battle of the week. Ev gets the win, 1-1-1 to 99. Um, Heath failed to crack 100, most in large part due to A.J. Brown's 3.1, Carson Wentz 8.7, Antonio Brown, 13.6. Pretty good game there. Brandon Cooks, 9.9. That Antonio Brown number uh, could have been much more. They missed him on a deep touchdown again. Uh, And Antonio Brown might be Heath's number one receiver as far as consistency going forward. Antonio Gibson, great game. He scored twice. Chase Edmonds did all the passing game work for the Cardinals. Uh, He could probably continue to fill that role, I think, going forward. Going to be interesting tonight in a game that I expect to have a super high score. 
Uh, although you always expect that in these with these offenses, and then Thursday night comes and it's like 17-14 with two minutes to go or whatever. Um, but I think that all fantasy-relevant players tonight are set up for a good game. No, Fant let him down. Mike Williams let him down. Saints defense with 14 was a bright spot. Uh, for Ev, it was Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, the leading scorer with 27.9. I might be mistaken. I might not. I believe Cole Beasley might have been fantasy receiver number one on the week. Drew Brees injured 6.9. Darius Slayton solid. Michael Thomas 4.7. Michael Thomas, what do you know? No Drew Brees. Do we trust him with Jameis going forward? Is it is it a springboard? You know, Jameis, YOLO Jameis, is he back? Uh, we'll we'll see. Come this weekend, I think I think this is a great weekend for Michael Thomas, uh, Connor pedestrian, Miles Sanders, solid game. Uh, <laughs> both rushing touchdowns by the Eagles were by the other two backs. Boston Scott ripped off a big one, and then Corey Clement cash in on the one yarder. Gronk with a good game. Uh, Ev plugged and played Richie James after you know that whole ad drop fiasco didn't really matter. Matt Prater with 16 points. So. Ev wins, um, doesn't gain a whole lot of ground in the standings based on a low point total. And then our last matchup uh, was number uh, number one at the time versus number 10 at the time. And hats off to Jake. He got the job done. He put uh, a near 50-pointer on him, or is it 50? No, it's not. Just, just nearly. Um, good for Jeff to avoid that, I guess. Uh, Russell Wilson, bad game. DK Metcalf, bad game. They will hopefully bounce back tonight. Robbie Anderson, eh. Sorry, pause for a little bit of, a little bit of coffee there to soothe the throat. I've been talking too much, sucking too much dick, apparently. Um, Adam Thielen, 20.3. Good night for Adam Thielen on Monday. Two touchdowns. Uh, that one catch was amazing. Perfect throw by Kirk Cousins. It's about the only perfect thing Kirk's ever done uh, in his career. Derrick Henry continues to get yards. We touched on that last week. Uh, No touchdowns, though. Uh, I expect there to be a Derrick Henry, like, three-touchdown game here in the near future. Hopefully not this week because I play Jeff. Uh, Jared Cook with the bagel. Mike Evans, good game. Mike Evans, a tough game this week. I believe he'll be uh, Jalen Ramsey's shadow. So, on Jeff's side... uh, Failed to crack 100, low score on the week, but Jeff's still in a fine position with seven wins. Uh, obviously almost a lock for the playoffs. Jake uh, managed to win and score 142 points despite Drew Locke scoring 6.9. Uh, he was injured. I don't, I don't know if he finished the game or not. I know he's banged up now, and there's talk that he may miss this week. Terry McLaurin, a good game. Deontay Johnson, a great game. Christian Kirk, eh, a little bit low scoring. J.D. McKissick. Him and his 15 fucking targets. Uh, I, I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull into here and see where he finished as far as uh, his actual statistics. He had. He had. Oh, it says he had 50. Oh, there it is. He uh, rushed eight times for six yards. Managed to score on one of those. He caught seven balls for 43 yards. So if he doesn't score, it's actually a pretty bad game for McKissick. But it worked out. Uh, DeAndre Swift with a blow-up game. Might have been the coming-out party for DeAndre Swift. Jimmy Graham with a bagel. So tight end was just not uh, in this matchup at all. They just didn't play with the tight end. 
DJ Moore continued. He continued what has kind of been up and down. Like the minute you doubt DJ Moore, he scores two touchdowns. The minute you're high on DJ Moore, he goes like two for 27 or something like that. Uh, Jason Myers with 12 and Pittsburgh defense with 12. Solid efforts there by those units. Uh, it was a good game for Jake, minus Drew Locke, minus Christian Kirk, and minus Jimmy Graham. Everybody else, pretty solid performances. Um, Jake, just like I mentioned with Brian, not out of it. Jake made some moves there before the deadline that I, I thought really uh, helped his team out. I know on paper it, it might have looked like he was giving, you know, giving up Josh Jacobs in general. I'm not saying that the trade was bad, but giving him up in general looks bad on paper because of his capital. But, you know, he did what was right for him. He is comfortable with the running backs that he has. Uh, comfortable enough, I guess. You know, he'll get Hilaire off by. He's got DeAndre Swift. McKissick's been good in the passing game. So Jake could be setting up for a little bit of a run here. Uh, we'll never hear the end of it, if, even if he squeaks into the playoffs. But that's that's what this is all about. So um, just about tonight's game, That's and I'm not really even going to get into specifics, uh, I expect lots of high scores uh, from all those fantasy-relevant pieces. Um, obviously Kyler and Russ Wilson, probably both over 25, um, DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf was shut down last time he saw Patrick Peterson. That was the chase down game. Uh, I expect DK Metcalf to have a better game this time around against Patrick Peterson. I don't know that that means 30 points, but I expect him to have a better game. Lockett is uh, questionable to play. I think he plays, he blew up last time where he had 46 points or whatever, um, Fully expect Tyler Lockett to play and have a fine game. I think both those receivers end up with a touchdown. Uh, on the ground, or I guess flipping over to Arizona, obviously we love DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's probably ranked as the wide receiver one on the week. I like Christian Kirk, too. He'd probably be in the top 25 receiver for me, if not the top 20 without looking at other matchups. Um, running back-wise, I like Drake and Edmonds, both uh, playable options, if not flexes. And on Seattle side... <laughs> for my own benefit, I'd love for Chris Carson to play, but uh, at this point, I'd rather him just sit. I can play Carlos Hyde. I think Carlos Hyde will be fine. I don't think it's his job. The job is all to himself, but I do think he would probably have a 75% of snaps played. I think what Pete Carroll wants to do is get back to a feature back roll, run the ball a little bit more, and take some pressure off of Russ in the passing game. Um, and then I think uh, kickers on both sides, so obviously Zane Gonzalez, Jason Myers, both guys that could be started and could have, you know, seven to double digit points. So it uh, should be a fun game. First real fun game in a couple of weeks, um, Thursday night. And then next Thursday, we obviously have Thanksgiving and the evening cap is the Steelers and Ravens. So two good bangers in a row. Uh, we'll probably be back with the preview, a full preview. It'll be a quick one. This one, again, I'm running. I like the sitting in my car version because I have to be quick. This side just kind of pacing around the house. So um, if I sound winded, it's because I am. Everybody, uh, take a listen to this we've been consistently getting seven listens so i know a couple of you mother effers are not uh listening give me the, the support that we need you know so um i listen to it like 48 times love hearing myself talk my number one favorite thing to listen to in the world is myself i love my own voice all right we'll be back <laughs>